with our second step in our affirmation process because we established that this is how we heal. So last episode, we said that we were looking at having our affirmations be future-centered. Um, we were looking at five years from now, what would our ideal life look like? And I ask you to simply like write those things down. Dream body, dream lifestyle, job, relationship status, whatever it is, where you realistically expect it to be in five years. Well, not expect it, because I don't think it's necessarily about expectations, but like dream, imagined, you know? So that was our first step, figuring out what we want in the future. And we established at the very beginning that affirmations are positive statements. And I think that seems pretty straightforward, but it doesn't always translate well when we write affirmations. And so we tend to write affirmations with positive intentions or positive meaning behind it. But the language itself is not positive. And I think like the best way, the very best way I could um, explain this and um, help you like get what I'm trying to say is by giving an example. So this is like a common one that I see on like it's not wood for wood, but like the general idea of what I see on the internet a lot, on, on Twitter a lot. Um, there is no negative energy in my space. Or um, I'm rejecting all negative energy in my space. Now, if we think about it, we understand what is being said here. There is a positive intention. This person or like th- this affirmation is wanting to talk about an absence of negative energy in the spaces that they occupy. But they use the words no and negative and those are not the most po- those words are not the most positive language now why am i saying this like what's the point of this well like the words we choose to use in our affirmations are pretty significant because like as amazing as our brains are they are by default processors <laughs> now when I was younger, my parents had very, like, very set rules and restrictions for what my siblings and I could watch on TV. So, no magic, um, no, like, excessive violence. We were allowed to watch James Bond with my mother, though. So, like, the double standard was real. But, <laughs> no excessive violence, um, no witchcraft, that kind of, no, like, no, no questionable stuff. No horror, either. Um, and the, what they pushed was that we have to be careful what we watch because the brain does not have the ability to tell the difference between fiction and reality. And I feel like there is some debate about the extent to which this is true, but I, the general takeaway is that our brains will process as real whatever we present to it. Um, and I think, I th- like, 
okay so like personally i think that there's some truth to it because i think sometimes like you've seen people watching movies and they become so immersed like even when people playing video games like they're playing and their bodies are moving from side to side so there's a certain level of immersion um in fiction that like it makes me believe that the brain to a certain extent the brain is unable to differentiate um and so while i hated it as a that as a child um i guess up until the time where i could watch what i wanted and i still i still abide by those principles for the most part yes i've gone off track completely here but the point is that if i ever had children of my own they would be stuck with those same rules because i feel like there is some truth to it um and so getting back on track rather quickly i think when it comes to our affirmations our brains are going to first and foremost process the words we give it and then we have the job of analyzing the meaning so with our example we've had there's no negative energy in my space and the brain processes negative energy in my space and then there is no and then it takes it i guess it no it's not going to take a, a while but like in brain processing time or processing time it it does take a little while for us to process to realize that we are not wanting to attract negative energy that's not what we want but that doesn't mean that that's not what our brains are going to be fixated on and so to maximize the potential to get the most of our affirmations we need to make it as straightforward for our brains to understand and just keep the negative language out of it and so the goal becomes having our affirmations that are not only positive with the intention behind it and the meaning that we have in our heads for it but we want to have positive language as well and so if we go back to the example there is no negative energy in my space um we could flip it around very easily and just say there is positive energy in my space same is very same exact meaning um the very same exact sentiment but we have now given the brain the term or the phrase positive energy to fixate on so we've kept the message that we want to give our brain but we've also been very very deliberate about the language we use so outside of making things easy for our brain to process um i think another very very straightforward and simple reason for being deliberate about using positive languages in our affirmations is that for the most part we're talking about ourselves and our lives and our situations and our behaviors and our 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 bodies you know and i think with the big picture with the big goal in mind of having the lives that we want it's important for us to make those statements about ourselves um about our bodies about the jobs we want to have all of those things positive because it leaves us in a situation where we are fostering and developing these positive beliefs about ourselves about what we can accomplish um about the way we see the world about the way we experience the world which is going to have i can't i don't want to say it, like it's cuz like i can't guarantee 
that immediately like you write the affirmation and immediately you have like incredible self-esteem but i do think in the long run having to repeatedly say positive things about yourself is going to make an impact like regardless of what it's about and i would just share like this this personal experience but like not for me but like in terms of writing um affirmations and the impact of positive positive the repetition of positive statements so i've had a couple of stints as a teacher like you know a couple um it's something i honestly enjoy and during one of them i wrote an affirmation for the class i was teaching i was teaching math and it was a group of students who were not the most confident and you know it it was in, it was it was often a, a like a struggle um because even when they were grasping the concepts and like understanding things they didn't believe in themselves enough to like move forward and push themselves and that type of stuff and they also didn't believe in themselves to ask questions or ask for help so i wrote them an affirmation and i'm not going to share the whole thing with you but i'll just share the first two lines it says they would have to say before each class they would have to recite the full affirmation but the first two lines said i'm a brilliant student i'm a capable student i'm here to learn and today i will do my best um like regardless of what they thought of themselves like regardless of how they viewed themselves having to say at least five times a week i am a brilliant student i'm a capable student is going to have some kind of impact there is going to be some part of your brain that is going to pick up on that and it's going to begin to believe it because that's what the brain does like we say something over and over and over and over and the brain processes it as being the reality and some of them like some of them i think outside of the class dynamic may have um <laughs> may have been more I, okay so like basically they were too cool for school basically so i didn't see like the full extent of the impact but like some of them i began to see it where they became more confident they were more comfortable asking for help they were more comfortable asking questions because they were capable and brilliant students and they were coming showing up to learn and they were doing their best and so i think that is another aspect of so outside of just making it easier for the brain to process that here is this specific thing that we're desiring we also going to convince ourselves <laughs> that this statement positive statement about ourselves can and is true can, can be sorry can be and is true so our second hack <laughs> Think making the most of our affirmations is that it has to be positive not just in meaning and our intention but also in the language that we use so what i want you to do is look back at the list you wrote of the things that your ideal future would have and for each of them i want you to write at least one positive statement you can write more like the more the merrier um but for now if you if like if it would be if you have made a very very long list um maybe if you made a short list and you're just comfortable writing one positive statement that's fine just start with one you can do more as time goes by and as because the reality is as time progresses our affirmations will 
change and develop with them as well. And we may have to get rid of some, like that's the reality. But for now, one positive thing, one positive statement about each thing that you desire for your future. And that it would be our step and second step in figuring out how we move forward because that is how we heal.